You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. I'm a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I'm a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I'm a pony and we share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I have a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. Wolf and Super Smiles, welcome to a Super Smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, the pet lifestyle coach, here with my possum sidekick, Super Smiley, the national spokesdog for the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards, reminding everyone to vote for their favorite hero dog at herodogawards.org. And as the pet lifestyle coach, I travel the country with Smiley, helping people adopt the right pet for their lifestyle and help train them so they keep that pet forever. And here on A Super Smiley Adventure, we explore adventures where animals lead. They can be journeys for animal advocacy, for adventure and fun, and they almost always lead to paths of inner discovery and greater bonding with our pets. And that's why Smiley and I are so honored to introduce you to our guest today. She has led on many adventures for animals. Her soul is with them and her talents help save them. Her real-life character was portrayed in the animal advocacy film Susie's Hope. She goes into official puppy mill raids and collects and cares for the saved animals. And she's a dear friend of mine and Smiley's. Smiley and I are so happy to introduce you all to the superstar shelter director, the director of the Guilford County Animal Shelter in North Carolina, Marsha Williams. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Megan. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, Smiley and I are doing great out here in California. And Marsha, you do so many things for animals. You save so many lives. Even when the odds are stacked completely against one, you will do everything you can to save him. And today you're here because there was another tragedy in your area, North Carolina, making news across the country. And first, let me tell everyone right up front that in this case, it will turn out good and you all can help. So stick with us here to hear this inspirational story from the shelter director, Marsha Williams who gave the thumbs up and fought to save this dog. And so we have it firsthand here, Marcia. Tell us what happened. Well, the Saturday before the Easter holiday, a good Samaritan brought a dog into the shelter that she had found wandering the street, and it had some severe injuries. When we took the dog in and our veterinarians did a assessment of the dog, we noticed that he had some severe trauma, which looked like some type of burn to its face and 50% of its body. It was very devastating. Um, The dog was in a lot of pain, very depressed, and he just did not look like he was very happy, and I I wouldn't have been. He he had injury to both eyes, his entire face. It was just horrific to look at, not to imagine how he must have felt at that time. So we immediately took him to the surgery and began to do an assessment and evaluation and found that he needed immediate care. He had third-degree burns over 50% of his body. One of his eyes was completely scorched. He had skin that was flaking off. And so we were able to sedate him and begin to help take care of that that injury with providing, removing the dead skin that had um, begun coming off and applying burn cream and bandages. 
Marcia, I know that you had told me that you are the one who made the initial decision to save. Did you name the dog Toby? Is this Toby? That's right, right? Yes, we named the dog Toby. We did call our veterinarian in. Uh, it was a Saturday, and I really, really appreciate how willing she is to come in on her day off and help us make an assessment of the dog. And from first appearance, her first thing was this dog is suffering. It's in horrific pain. And she felt like it needed to be euthanized. Yeah, that's understandable, uh, though. I can see, you know. Right, right. My first instinct was, but he's wagging his tail and he's trying to lick us, although you could tell it was very painful around his mouth. He was still moving close to you, wanting you to pick him up and cuddle him. It was just so sad. And I just felt like we could at least try. Um, Marsha, this is one of the reasons why we love you so much. We love your heart, that you see the animal spirits. You saw that the little dog wanted to get comfort from you, was trying to comfort himself, and you see that. And you actually give them the thumbs up to save these dogs. And Marsha, we want to hear about Toby's progress, about the other dogs like Toby that you've saved and how people can so easily help all when we come back. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm It's dinner time in America, where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with superstar shelter director, Marsha Williams. Marsha, you were just telling us about Toby, the dog who is in your care now. And so we hear it firsthand from you. When the decision is made to save the dog, when you made the decision to save the dog, a dog like Toby, who, as we already said, it would have been within reason to euthanize a dog that is that injured. What happens next? Once you give it the thumbs up, how do you put everybody into action? What happens? Well, once we gave it the thumbs up, and our goal was to do anything that we could at least try. If it wasn't successful, we gave him an opportunity. It's always sad when an animal has been abused or neglected, and someone gave up on him and put him out in the street. We weren't going to do that once he came to the Giffa County Animal Shelter. We want this to be a safe haven, a place where animals get a second chance. So our veterinarian and myself and our vet tech manager, Marissa Studevant, decided to begin treatment. So he was sedated. We got all the supplies that we needed, hoping that we still had the supplies that we needed because unfortunately, this is not the first time we've had a burn dog come to Gifford County Animal Shelter, but it's been a few years, and but we still had what we needed to help 
Toby. Once we, he was bandaged up and had his surgery done and we were able to get him on pain medicine and antibiotics because he did have infection, we were able to put medicine in his eyes and get him going, you know, at least feeling more comfortable, although it's very uncomfortable. We kept him sedated and made sure that he was resting. And then I took him home for the night because it was the holiday weekend to make sure that we kept our eye on him because we don't have anybody here all night at the shelter. Yeah, that was one of my questions. I wanted to ask you about you all being set up for this kind of care. Do volunteers come in? Who watches him? And you just answered that you brought him home. And this is what I've been I'm saying to our listeners. Marsha is just, that's why I'm such a fan of yours. You're just so amazing, amazing what you do, Marsha. So you brought Toby okay. home to your house and then you took him back to the shelter for, yes, for vet care. Yes, we took him back to the shelter uh-huh. for vet care. Yes, and so he's back here now, staying here and having his vet care every day. He is doing very well. He is still wagging his tail. He's licking you with a lot of vigor and happiness. (laughs) Um, He was underweight when he came in. He has gained weight. He's eating well. He's drinking well. He just has such a great spirit, and we are so happy, and I was very pleased that after the decision, the struggle we had with making the decision to save him, I was very happy to hear the veterinarian and one of the staff members say that I made the right decision. Oh my gosh, that is so good. That is so, and I know Toby, obviously he's the one telling you, you made the right decision, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's (laughs) the one that's telling me and you know, he's getting ready to go in to have his eye removed, the one that we cannot save. And so that's going to be another step to his recovery. And it's just amazing to see how animals are so forgiving. You know, he was suspected that he was abused by a human and left for dead. But he's forgotten that, you know, and he still wants the attention and the love and the um, the comfort of being someone's special pet uh, family member. And so it's just amazing how dogs and cats and other animals just bounce back and live a happy, healthy life after such a bad experience. It is amazing, Marsha. It really is. I was thinking about the dogs and cats, as you said, but also everybody may remember that I have a beautiful horse named Starfire, and Starfire was going to slaughter because he had been made dangerous from violent abuse. And when a thousand-pound animal is dangerous, that is really a dangerous situation. But when I met him Mm -hmm. and he saw that I didn't bring that aggressive energy or that behavior towards him, he was fine. I mean, he took some work, but he was basically fine. He was sound. And I've had him for 20 years now. And in that time, he has only been a loving inspiration to everyone he meets. And that speaks exactly to what you're you're saying, that they're they're so forgiving. And they kind of mirror back what you give them. You give them love and healing. And that's all they give back is love and healing. Would you agree with that? Right. I agree with that 100%. Yes. yes, and Marsha, <laughs> yeah, give us an amen there. <laughs> Marsha, when I want to go back to when you're making the call to you know whether it is more humane to euthanize them and they're you know they're not going to make it and you don't want to put them through pain or you see that glimmer of hope, the little sparkle in their eye, the wag of the tail. Do you just going into your your mind and your heart? Do you like hear what the answer is or do you ask them? Do you struggle with it or do you just know what goes through your mind? Do you know? I think I know. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I know I know. But then when I hear the <laughs> yeah. voices of others who um, are giving me advice that may be yeah. contrary to what I believe I know, I do listen. I listen, I walk away, I, I take some time, and then I come back and say, well, you know, this is the decision that I feel like is in the best interest of the animal. And if it doesn't work, 
then we'll move forward to the next step. But, I love it, you Marjorie. know, the main goal is, is opportunity. Absolutely. Right. And then again, like we said, when they're adopted out, they save so many lives themselves. When I say save lives, I mean they're inspirations. They help uplift lives. They serve as a spokes dog or, you know, whatever they are, a spokes horse like Starfire for how amazing all these animals are, right? Right. That's right. And I I really feel like it also gives awareness to what's going on in our community with animal cruelty and neglect. It puts a face to it, and so right. then people can't ignore it. Right. And then also brings out the good in people as well. It gives them an opportunity to be a part of the rescue of Toby and the other animals that have been abused and neglected. The people that this dog has touched and has brought to tears and has given a purpose to, they feel like they really can be a part of the solution. I to love help that. I love that. Give this animal a voice. Absolutely. And part of the solution that is absolutely what Smiley and I are all about. And you, I know you know that. And we were at your shelter one time, Smiley and I. I want to let the listeners know about one of, you know, you've saved so many dogs that are in dire situations. But Smiley and I met a little black dog there who was in a wheelchair because his legs had withered. But he was so happy. Can you tell us about him, that little dog? Remember him? Yes, Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Um, Chamberlain right, is, Chamberlain. Yes. <laughs> Chamberlain is a dog that was found neglected, less in a yard, to starve to death. And his legs atrophied, and he can't. There, he has front legs, but they can't move, and so they're always in a bent position. And he, his spirit is just wonderful. He loves people. He loves attention. He loves his wheelchair. He's learned to walk on his two hind legs. He loves to play. He plays with his toys. He's just a great inspiration for survival and perseverance and being happy in his handicap and not knowing that he's handicapped and realizing that he is and and just being the perfect pet and family member for for someone. We have another dog, Sookie. Same situation. She has back legs that aren't working, and she's in a wheelchair, and she is a little Maltese, and she found a home, and she's doing wonderful. And at that point, she was actually brought to the shelter by her owner to be euthanized because they couldn't afford to take care of her. But we saw her spirit, and although she could not walk, she was happy, barking, playing, and we, we just didn't want to give up on her. And we found out what was causing her paralysis, and we were able to take her to a specialist and put her in a foster home and get her healed. And although she still has to use a wheelchair, you wouldn't know anything about her not having the use of her back legs because of her spirit and her, and just, she's just wonderful and she loves her family. She's brought so much joy to her family. Yes, yes. And I can attest that when Smiley and I met Chamberlain, he was, he was just wiggling around and wiggling his back, his little back tail and he was (laughs) smiling. And we got some pictures of Smiley and Chamberlain. So I'll see if I can put that up for our show here because I want everybody to see him because all these animals, like you said, are so inspiring, Marsha. I mean, what you do, and this reminds me also of Best Friends when they recovered many of the Michael Vick dogs. Do you remember that? And they called them Vicky dogs. And many of those dogs have gone on to pass their good citizens. Test. They've been adopted. Just another physical, real-world sign of the victory against animal abuse. Right. And Marcia, you are right there in the battle, and you are winning all the battles that you engage in, Marcia. <laughs> you are winning. Well, thank oh, we- you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Marsha. When we come back, we're going to take another quick break. We want to hear about more of your victories and your participation in actual puppy mill raids and then how we can help. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. 
Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber. From Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio, and we want to hear from you. I am now with you every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. I hear him in the West Coast. That makes it noon back in the East here on PetLifeRadio.com. So when we get callers who call in a question about their pet or email me a question that I read live on air, Kong is going to send out a free Kong toy. So you get free advice, lots of information, and a ProSense and or a Kong toy just for calling in here to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff on Pet Life Radio. That is a great deal. So you can call in at 877-385-8882 or you can drop me an email to Dr. Jeff at Pet Life Radio. We want you to take advantage of me because that's why I'm here. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Donna Lawrence and Susie from Susie's Hope, and we're on a super smiley adventure. And we're back on a super smiley adventure with the director of the North Carolina Guilford County Animal Shelter. I call her a super director, Marsha Williams. Welcome back, Marsha. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me back. I enjoyed this. Always so fun to talk with you, Marsha, and you're such an inspiration. And I mentioned that Smiley and I, we have the great pleasure to know you. We have a cottage there in North Carolina. And Marsha, we got to be friends on the set of the film Susie's Hope, in which your real-life character was portrayed. And then Smiley and I, you know, we were in the film. And after the shooting, do you remember we did the Super Smiley flash mob for pet adoption at the Guilford County yes. Animal Shelter? Tell everybody That's right. about flash mob. Yeah, it was a great day, wasn't it? It was. It was really a great day, and a lot of the community came out and supported us, and um, it was just so much fun to do that flash mob. It was really a great experience and great exposure for adoption. Absolutely. Thank you, Marsha. And in Smiley's Flash Mob song, which is actually the bumper music in our show here, the <laughs> words tell about Smiley's story of being abandoned twice. And he ends with this message. I'm going to tell everybody his words is, the coolest thing you can do is get a thrown away dog. Mutt's rock. It's true. Adopt a dog. Don't go to the store. There are millions like me. Why help make more? So Smiley kind of sums up our philosophy. Don't you agree with that, Marsha? What do you think? I do. I agree with that. It's just really true. You know, these dogs and cats and other animals that come from an animal shelter are some of the best pets that you can get. They are so appreciative of having a new home and they can give you so much love and, you know, just save a life and adopt. Yes. And speaking of that perspective, Marsha, you also participate in puppy mill raids. Can you tell us what that's like when you actually, because we hear about this, we read about it, but you are there. Tell us what you do and what happens. 
Well, we're placement partners with the Humane Society of the United States, and we're very honored to be a part of their rescue team. Um, we go out to suspected puppy mill situations or hoarding situations or neglect and abuse situations with animals throughout the state of North Carolina. What's so devastating is when we go to some of these properties and see the conditions that the animals are living in. It's deplorable conditions. The facilities are filthy. The animals are, don't even get the basic care that they need. Grooming, vaccines, parasite control, exercise, time to play. And sometimes they don't even have the proper diet, food, or fresh water. And so it's very devastating. And sometimes in some of these situations, even the children are suffering. Um, oh, my gosh. I never even thought about because that. Because of the filth and the ammonia and, and the other things that are in the home. But what makes it really, really bad is that some of these people are making money off the backs of the animals that are suffering. And that right. really makes me angry. And I know some of my team when we go out. The other side of it is that once they come to our facility, they get the care they need. They are afraid originally. They don't have very much socialization, but they thrive for it. They want it. And once you give it to them, like you said, they give it back. And then we get them healthy. They get the dentals that they need. Some of them don't eat well because their teeth, they're in so much pain. So once we get their dentals and we have organizations and businesses that partner with us and they groom them for us and bathe them for us for free, they, you know, we have veterinarians who help us, you know, some with the financial part of the, the dentals and medical care, but then HSUS and PetSmart's charity will reimburse us for any money that we spent on them. But once they become available for adoption, the joy that it brings us from where we've seen where they came from to where they are and they and we get updates on from their adoptive parents, and it's just it just makes it all worthwhile. It does, Marcia. You are on an amazing mission here. And when you when you do go on a raid, how many dogs do you sometimes recover? Like, is it ten or is it a hundred? What are the numbers when you go? Well, usually when we go, there's fifty to three hundred and eighty animals, depending on where we go. And sometimes wow. we come back with a hundred of them, sometimes thirty. But there are other placement partners that go with us. And, you know, we make sure that everybody gets what they can handle in their facility. But um, we've gotten as many as 100 from facilities before that come back to Guilford County Animal Shelter and um, that we're caring for. And unfortunately, it happens more often than we would like to see it happen. Marsha, that is unbelievable. You go on one raid and come back with a hundred puppy mill dogs in dire situations. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. And Marsha, where can we go? Where can people go to support your efforts with Toby and other animals like Toby and and your, you know, rescued animals? Where can we go to help you? How do we do it? Well, thanks to our community of supporters, we have started a fund called Susie's Fund. And you can go to Susie'sFund.com and you can make a contribution to help cover some of the medical costs for that. And so um, without those funds, we would not be able to help the animals from puppy meals or animals from abuse and neglect like Toby. Susie's Fund. Okay, good. We're going to remember that. Susie's Fund. And also, I know that you do events throughout the year, too, to help bring awareness to shelter animals. Do you have a website? Or how can people find out about your events for the ones that live in North Carolina in your area? How can they just get involved with what you're doing? 
Yes, you can visit our website at adoptshelterpets.org, and it'll have a calendar of events and talking about all of our events that we have coming up, our fundraisers. We have Sooners Jam coming up in July, and that's to help raise money for the, unfortunately, hundreds of animals that we get in Guilford County that need care from neglect or abuse. And so, you know, just visit our website. There's a lot going on there. Or you can go to our Facebook page at Guilford County Animal Shelter Official. And we're constantly keeping the community posted on what's going on here at the animal shelter. And that's the best way to keep up what's happening with Toby as well. Very, very cool. And Marcia, you were talking about rehabilitating these little dogs that were seized from the puppy mills when they're in such terrible condition. And you and I actually worked on another project together that called Adopt This Darn Pet. Remember that? I do remember that. Yes. Let I me do. tell everybody. It's a web series that Smiley and I have that we're starting. It's a mini two to three minute talk show where Smiley and I interview a shelter director and their pets that we're highlighting with the idea of finding them a happy forever is what we call it. And we've done about 10 shows as a pilot series and we did them with Marsha and with her fantastic shelter. And I wanted to let everybody know about this first one. Marsha, can you tell everybody about Little Girl, about the history where she came from that this this was just an amazing series. Do you remember that, little girl? I do. Little girl came from a puppy mill situation, and now she has been adopted by a wonderful lady who runs a assisted living facility, and she lives at that assisted living facility, and she goes around and comforts and loves on the residents there. Yes, and, and I just and, love this because we did two shows, and the first show was with Little Girl, and she was a little tiny dog. Was she a little long-haired chihuahua? Is that what you would call her? She was, yes. And she yeah. was very skittish, very shy, wasn't very well socialized um, from the puppy mill situation, and from that situation to being unafraid of people and loving and nurturing and giving back to the community what she did not get when she was in that puppy mill situation living in the cage cowered over in the corner all the time. I love that series because like you said little girl she was this tiny little frail little dog shaking just so Mm -hmm. pitiful you just like a little leaf and then in her second show her happy forever they renamed her Cammie because she's at Camden Place so she's named Cammie and she's now their resident therapy dog and and you're right and she's there with the residents sitting in their laps with her eyes all big and she's all relaxed Mm -hmm. she's like oh look I'm a little it's just so cute and I'm going to put those up on my YouTube at youtube.com slash Megan Blake under the playlist. It was called Adopt This Darn Pet. And Marcia, did you all post that on your website? Do you yes, remember? It, it is on our Facebook page. On the yes. Facebook page. On okay, adopt- wonderful. Yes, it's on our Facebook page. Wonderful. And Marcia, thank you so much for all you do for animals. Every day for you is an adventure. And sometimes I know that may feel like you're going off to war. It's not always like, you know, a happy adventure. But I know, just know that you have a legion of fans supporting you and wishing you well, Marcia. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you so much. And yes, it is a difficult job. And when I get down and a little low, I remember the dogs that persevered. And that keeps me going and I persevere. So and my staff persevere. So thank you so much for your support and for your kind words and having us on your show today. Oh, Marsha, you are very, very welcome. And we want to thank the AHA for asking Super Smiley to be the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards spokesdog. So remember to vote for your favorite hero dog at theherodogawards.org. And again today, a big thank you to the Super Shelter Director, Director of the Guilford County Animal Shelter, Marsha Williams. Thank you, Marsha. Thank you. And from all of us here at Pet Life Radio on a Super Smiley adventure, we hope you all enjoy all of your adventures with your 
your pets. And until next time, woof and super smile. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.